Purposely didn't do a new uh, new vocal trick every time I pod. Then now that you know that I'm potting you up early for, yeah, for on purpose. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I know. Now that I know, yeah. All right. So next week we'll go falsetto. Oh boy! Because I can't oh, wait boy. to hear that. I'll have to remember that. Now. We're the DBC. Uh, that's Destiny's Best or Children. For those of you a little slow on the uh, uptake here, uh, I'm Bass Number Three. In beautiful Southern New Jersey, and that is Bass Number One over there, and very foggy Lancaster county look around you my my basement is foggy foggy, yeah you got a lot of you got a moisture problem down there or something man yeah Uh, i was on a call with a customer i had to buy a a, uh had to gray out or or make fuzzy the uh, beer fridge behind me mm -hmm. it's not apparently it's not um very professional hmm what is your professional work shirt look like because i don't know that i've ever seen you in it because you're always in like a cutoff or a tank top it's something with your arm the gun out that, that's not what that's you wear right. is it no no i do not look like pat mcafee uh just a fat version of him <laughs> on fat, a regular basis fat mcafee fat mcafee no i don't look at there you go that's my new nickname fat mcafee on this show <laughs> um no i just some days i wear t-shirts some days i wear if if i'm on with a customer i just wear a polo or a button down or something like that okay but i always i always have pajamas or shorts on well, i was gonna say yeah you're you're the uh the news anchor bit right it only has to be from the waist up business oh yeah downstairs you could be you could be commando for all we know yeah well i'm not I'm, well sometimes I'm. <laughs> not quite that bold with the uh, customers on the line no 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 not mm. not yet we're getting to the point where i don't give an f so well, there you go. Well, we'll stay tuned for that. No, Dave. no, no, wait. Hold on, hold on. Someone from work could be listening to this. I care very deeply. <laughs> and I, I'm, but it doesn't matter. No one's ever going to see me commando on TV or on a, on Zoom. So there you go. That's fine. One, I do wear pajamas. We uh, have got a show for you this week. We got stuff. We've got music. We've got chatter. We've got good stuff. Maybe some not so good stuff. But I don't know. I don't know. We, we just talked about this beforehand. I, I feel like, uh, this is going to be an interesting week of music. Um, I'm hoping somebody enjoys it. I I feel like it's a little bit different for me. I don't know. Last week was really strong, right? Had a super strong song exchange. Had, yeah. the, had the Green Day record, which, uh, which was really good. I will give you that. And I will give you props for nailing most of the, uh, nailing most of the tracks that I pulled off as like, these are the best ones. Okay, on good. there um i really could do without some of the mid-tempo stuff i will not say i will not put it in the same category as uh, dookie or american idiot or um insomniac is my favorite um is very good very very good and there's some top tier moments on it but still 
a really uh, uh, kind of high quality show this week. Uh, we do have a first listen coming up for you in a little bit. It's new music from Alkaline Trio, a band neither one of us are particularly either enamored with or even really very much aware of. Uh, certainly the yes. name, but just not the not the discography. See, and that's going to be an interesting conversation too. When when this is the first time we've done a a uh, first listen that we don't have much knowledge of band wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're just going to get some honest, uh, uh, you know, feedback from, you know, ravenous music listeners who have just somehow skipped over this band and their uh, and their discography. We do have uh, two songs to add to our uh, DBC full coverage segment. I brought one. Besser number uh, one has brought one. And then, of course, the DBC Song Exchange. Six brand new songs uh, curated by us, shared with one another for the first time and with you, the listeners, and added to our ever-expanding and very, very girthy playlist uh, over there on Spotify. Somewhere in the area of like 920, right? You have the spreadsheet open. Why don't you just look? I don't know, because I'm lazy. I don't want to go to that tab. I mean, I'm already in a tab. Wait, uh, but and and that's bullshit. You said somewhere around nine hundred twenty. It's exactly nine hundred twenty. We're Was in the it? damn tab. I, I no, I'm not. I'm really. Not. I'll share my screen with you right now, you motherfucker. I'm not. I am not. It's exactly nine twenty. How do you come up with somewhere around nine twenty if it's not nine twenty? <laughs> I swear I am not in the tab. But good guess. What can I say? Oh, Before yeah, we yeah. get to that, though, we've got uh, well, we got we got to catch up with Bastard Number One and his uh, 2024 album. Uh, uh, whatever we're calling this endeavor. Oh, right. We're or, doing that first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Well, we got first. that, and then we've got we got to talk about the Grammys because the Grammys are coming up, and this yeah. is gonna be the last time we, that any of this is worth talking about unless something happens at said Grammys. Yep, that's true. Um, so so um, this week's catch up. I uh, listened to sixty records. A little bit of a, a a shorter week. Uh, I didn't have as much time to listen to things. It's been a a rough week at work. I've been a little tired. But I did get 60 records in, and I still got about 10 more in the queue that'll be in before the before Friday. Um, not a very great week, I got to be honest. I think the first uh, couple weeks of the year were a little bit better in terms of quality. What's funny um, is that your slow week, you just said 60 records slow week, is most people's year. Right? True. Most average people don't listen to 60 new albums released during that year. And you did it in the span of seven days. Bravo, sir. <laughs> that's true. I guess that's a good point. Um, I did uh, I did catch uh, one uh, album. I did rank it one, 10 out of 10. I won't talk about it yet because uh, it may come up or may not come up later in the show. Uh, so we'll just uh, leave that one for later as part of the uh, song exchange. Um, the, the only problem now, see, with, with putting this spreadsheet together and you seeing it is if you see a 10, uh, there's likely a song coming from it at some point. So <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll know that kind of up, up ahead. Um, yeah, it's all good, but I'm not going to go ahead and listen to it. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, no, no, I'm not no, going to no. violate the sanctity of the bit Yeah, and, uh, listen ahead of time. But yeah, some, uh, some interesting things in there. I see you well, like, I see you like the smile record. Well, well, hold on. Hold oh, on. we're going to go did, through it. Okay. Uh, just a little bit. I mean, I did listen to. So, uh, I I never did this last year when you um when you had song exchange songs that I didn't know. Um, I never went back and listened to your your albums or the albums that came from. I always just listened to the songs. Okay. But I did go back and listen to the Young Atita. Young uh, Young Young Atita. Young Atita, the 
horsies and the Bronson arm record. Right. Um, I thought the young Atito was the best. I gave it a seven and a half out of ten. The Bronson arm seven. I didn't like the horsies record though. Um, gave it just a just a five. Okay. Out of ten. Well, so. to be fair, you heard the horsies song when you had like half an ear that was working. So yeah, maybe well, that... I still have half an ear that's working. It, it went it went it went up and then it went back down again. It's still it's oh, still back it... to half an ear. Yeah. Oh really? Oh no, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, that's right. So I got one ten out of this week. The most surprising record, I think, that I had no idea was coming, and and I thought about it for the um uh, for the first listen, but it doesn't really qualify after looking at it. It's earlier than I really thought it was, but a, a new record from EMF uh, called "The Beauty and the Chaos," uh, and it's actually really good. Uh, I gave it an eight out of ten, uh, which is surprising, but it is an actual solid record. Um, very much um a, a modern take on 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 what you remember from early 90s for emf not not much different except a little bit um it, it doesn't sound dated do they use interesting. do they use different dice clay samples <laughs> no dice clay samples sorry okay interesting what have they have they been just around and doing stuff and we haven't known or did they just get now, back together but they they had an album in two years ago uh, which i had no idea um, and that was the first album in in a couple decades, I think. So, how about that? Um, yeah, so it's how, unbelievable. How about, yeah, um, and yes, I I did like the um, I did like the Smile record. I mean, it's not really, you know, ra Radiohead after the Benz or after OK Computer, I guess, never really my thing. That's not what I'm into. Um, so, I, I it was challenging for me, and I think it got better as it went along. I think it started at for me. Now I understand there's a lot of people that love it and love their town and you know anything those two do. Um, I, I think the the record started off slowly only because I I kind of wasn't into it, um, and I think it got better as it went along. So I mean, I'm inclined to agree with you. Different. I'm inclined to agree with you. It doesn't start off particularly strong. My favorite stuff is like kind of lives at the middle or even towards the back end of the record, but uh, yeah, get good stuff from them. And, and the only one is is my favorite uh, band name of the week is Sadistic Spliff, with the the album Indica Apocalypse. That is a that's a solid one. Uh, I, I was a, I wasn't sure if you were going to yeah go with that go one or Genophobic Perversion. That's a pretty good Genophobic one. Genophobic Perversion's good. It, it, it's all you know when we talk about the best one, uh, best naming one, uh, best names. I think it's always going to come in a metal, isn't it? I mean, it has to. I I think so. Unless it's a, a particularly like juvenile rapper name no uh, that's true that's true but i'm not listening to a whole lot of the rap to get on here i am listening to albums called saffron cloak nymph so um th those get on here but i don't know did you, know. you uh make it a point uh to listen to think you the shit fart by ice spice oh yes uh I, I did no no actually i didn't listen to it oh. you mentioned it to me um yeah no yeah, I, I did. did it's my favorite opening line of a song this year. Yeah. And thank you say the it. thank you the shit bitch. You just a fart. That's and you can imagine where it goes from there. I can't I can't even imagine. And and you know, I no, I should have and I don't know why I didn't. I forgot about it. So I'll listen to it afterwards. Um the the other thing is I've decided last year I avoided them because they all uh, friggin' sound the same, but I, I decided this year I'm going to listen to all the nine million um, uh, J-pop EPs that come out. Usually one, two, three a week, you know, all titled first mini album, second mini album, third, fourth, fifth mini album. Um, they're they're all titled the same. They're all the same amount of people, probably all about the same music. 
but then the question I had is, as I'm ranking, uh, the the first one I saw this year was from a group called TWS. I don't even know what that means. And their first mini album, uh, five songs, just like every other first <clears> mini <throat> album. Um, do I have to rank it differently? Like, I want to find like the best J-pop record out there this year. But I feel like it can't even be ranked the same as everything else because it's just such a different mm-hmm. different style of music. It, it's hard to rank some of these, inter-rank some of these when when they're so drastically different. Well, yeah, it's like you're comparing apples to J-pop. It just doesn't make <laughs> sense. Well, and, and, and also it, it's tough in here as I'm ranking on a 10-star scale here. Like uh, some of these are, EP- I say 60, some of them are EPs. I'm just calling anything that's an actual like full release like i'm not listening to singles here i'm listening to releases some of them are eps too so am i I ranking eps at the same rate uh same ranking scale as as albums i am but i don't know if i should be i don't know if it really gives anybody gives a shit or not no i don't think anyone does for me but it's but it's an interesting concept that i toy with because i'm a dork yeah you know this is what you when other people are uh you know catching up on the bachelor or uh just scrolling through tiktok or whatever in their free time you're considering the, you know, validity of a J-pop scoring metric. Yeah, so. that's true. Well, we got one. We got one more day. Uh, we're recording this on uh, Tuesday, so that January thirtieth. I got one more day for the month, and I'm at two hundred and forty-four records uh, for uh, for the month. So, mm. including the nine aborted ones. So let's just call. Let's call it. Um, 235 records listened to times 12. I'm on a pace for 2,820 records in uh, 2024. Okay. All right. Let's see if you keep that up. Hopefully no injury or anything like that to, uh, if I pull my groin yep. and, uh, it, you know, I just may not be able to listen to, uh, uh, sadistic spliff anymore, but other than that. All right. Well, we will keep, uh, you posted on bastard number one's, uh, odyssey through 2024, uh, releases. Speaking of uh, 2024, the 2024 Grammys are, as we are recording this, merely days away. They happen this days Sunday, away. and uh, yeah. next time we record, uh, the world will know who uh, who took home those coveted prizes that mean so much uh, to people. Wow. Uh, I'm sitting here thinking the only reasons I'm tuning in or will be tuning in is to see the uh, uh, U2 Live at the Sphere performance that will be uh, in there so people can on a national audience can see what i saw back in october and then see whatever the hell olivia rodrigo is going to do and i really don't care about anything else so yeah i i hear you and you know what I, so we we toyed around again so if anybody was so we didn't have this show we didn't have the podcast last year uh no we did i guess we did have the did we have the podcast last year no yeah we did at this time okay yep. so it's, it's oh wow i've been here a year um so we did the uh, grandpappies. Uh, if you remember the tagline, so why should Grammy have all the fun up in this biatch? Um, we did the grandpappies to, you know, kind of counteract the the bullshit that the Grammys are. Um, and I decided it was the first annual and maybe the last annual. Um, it just wasn't coming together this year. I was trying to put it together. And uh, we had talked about it a little bit a few weeks ago or maybe before Christmas. Um uh, about getting it together and starting it, but it just never came together. Yep. And I thought it was just a little too forced, so we didn't we didn't bother. But if any, I mean, I say this every year, but if any year it was needed, it, it was this one. Looking at the uh, the nominations, I mean, this is just it, it's getting worse and worse every year. Like there is nothing at all exciting about the nominees this year, and and it's the same nominees in like every friggin' category. 
Yeah, there is not a whole heck of a lot of uh, uh, variety. No. Um, there's a lot of Taylor Swift. There's a lot of Miley Cyrus. There's a lot of Billie Eilish. And there's a lot of SZA in all the uh, pop categories. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb, you know, and say I listen to it. I don't find the SZA record to be that great. No, I don't think I, the SZA record is that great either. I just did not. And um, there's I also, seem to it, be in the minority because people swear by that record. I've heard people say an all timer, you know, best of the I decade, know. whatever. And I'm like, I don't, I don't hear it, man. I liked her previous stuff better. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really feel it was that great either. Um, and then in the rock category, you have a year where you know Metallica and and Foo Fighters put out records. Is there any? Is there any chance anybody wins anything but those two? And and I can't picture there is. Yeah. So is there any category you wanna you wanna look at? Or I have the nominees in front of me if you wanted to to well, look yeah, at any I, I, of them. Well, just look at any of the pop stuff. And and let's uh, let's talk any of the pop stuff. Record of the year, a record of the year, album of the year, song of the year, pop artist of the year. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're looking at. Uh, uh, so let's start with record of the year. John Batiste's Worship, um, Boy Genius. Boy Genius is nominated quite a bit, and that's a little yeah. surprising, I yeah. think. Um, and, and I know people love that record. I am not actually a fan of the record at all. Um, right. I, I just I can't picture it, I can't picture it winning over some of these other ones. Now, Miley, Miley Cyrus is in there for Flowers. Billie Eilish's What Was I Made For, which from Barbie. Mm -hmm. It's not a good song. No. I mean, I love everybody loves Billie Eilish, but it's not a good song. Um, on My Mama by Victoria Monet. I don't even know what that is. No, me neither. Um, Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo. So Olivia Rodrigo got a little love here. Yeah. So, she, so she's picking it up. But in a year with Kill Bill by SZA and Antihero by, by Taylor Swift in there, um, I don't think she has any shot. No, no. I think it's, I think probably Antihero. Well, I think, I think the, the, the biggest upset would be is if Taylor Swift doesn't win everything she's nominated for. I mean, this is the year of Taylor Swift. She's everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. If there if there was ever a year for her, which is every year, um, I just can't picture how anybody wins anything but her, except for the Grammys always do something really, you know, fucking stupid, which is like, you'll look, you'll, well, you'll look down at like best pop solo performance and you'll get the same two songs, Miley Cyrus, Miley uh, Flowers, you get Billie Eilish, you get Olivia Rodrigo, and you got Taylor Swift in there. And inevitably, like, Billie Eilish is going to win that, mm -hmm. but then she won't be good enough to win the best song, and instead that'll go to Taylor Swift. Something stupid like that. Like, the the, the smaller category can be won by Artist A. No, I think, I think the... But Artist B wins the bigger category, the, and it doesn't make any fucking the sense. The stupider one is going to be, like, Album of the Year going to John Batiste, where it's like, yeah. fine, John Batiste fine mad respect i'm sure it's great stuff but he sticks out like a sore thumb and it's the most conservative thing in there for like an older grammy voter to go with it would be like the steely dan thing steely dan winning over eminem those many moons ago and it's like who's who's this really for um you know i, I don't know i i think that i think he he really stands out to me as kind of out of place but yeah the song of the year album of the year record of the year are almost identical yeah, and it's and that's silly. Like, there are only seven good songs this year. Like, right. it's just it's you can't come up with something a little different. Uh, Lana Del Rey's got enough, and you know, in any other I don't year, get her. I don't get her either. Although she's kind of cute, but I don't get her music. Um, uh, in any other year, I think "Flowers" by Miley Cyrus would be would sweep. 
you know, uh, that's a great song in the end, but it doesn't beat any of the other ones here. And that, so that's, that, I mean, that's interesting. And I can't picture, I can't picture these old white guys voting, you know, going to vote for SZA. I, I just can't picture it. No, they're all going to vote for Janelle Monet. <laughs> well, see, that's where John Batiste comes in. That's where Lana Del Rey comes in, you know, things like that. Um, I think, I think looking at the best new artist, I think that's a shit show this year. Uh, I mean, if I had to, I, I see a couple paths, right? I see Ice Spice. Well, but read them off. Oh, uh, okay. We're, so, we're talking uh, on a and a whole a whole, bu- whole bunch of them are people I don't know, right? <laughs> no, uh, that's the thing. Coco Jones, Gracie Abrams, Fred again. I know Fred again. Um, Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, Noah Khan, Victoria Monet, and the War and Treaty. The War and Treaty is a gospel a gospel duo. Okay, you have a tab open that. Uh, Showed you that, or do you listen to the no, War and Treaty I, on your? I don't listen to the War and Treaty, but I've seen them on like a morning show or something like that. Oh God! So I, I know the name, the War and Treaty, for sure. For me, um, it for my money, it looks like it would be a three-way race, and maybe not even three-way. But I only ones. Okay, let me rephrase that. The only ones I could see winning this are three: Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, or Noah Khan. It's one of those three because they're the three that really like dominated. Well, but kinda, again, it's not going to go to one of oh, these unknowns. Old white people are going to vote for Ice Spice. They might vote for Jelly Roll or Noah Khan. That's, well, I mean, who's Noah Khan? Who's Noah Khan? I don't even. Know. He's not. Uh, it's like uh, Mumford and Sons 2.0. Oh, really? He's got some song on the charts right now. He hosts. He uh, was a musical guest on SNL a couple weeks back. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo was shouting him out. Um, it's boring as hell. I had never heard him before SNL. And then saw his performance, and I looked over at my wife, and I'm like, oh, "Are we doing the Mumford and Sons thing again? Like oh, this really? is back? Okay. It's bad. It's just this right. lame folk stuff." I, I mean, out, out of this, the biggest artist is Jelly Roll. However, again, I don't, I don't see Jelly Roll winning this, but I don't know who wins it. This is just this is a shit show of new artists this year. Mm-hmm. But but if nothing else, it's new artists. Like there's always these years where. It's an artist I know that is in the mainstream for the first time, but there's an artist that's been around for like, we've known for like six years. Oh, like Japanese Breakfast being nominated last year? You know, something like that, where I think all of these guys are actually pretty new. Uh, Yeah, I don't know enough about each of them. Has Jelly Roll been around for a while? Or no? Jelly Roll was a rapper and converted to to a a country artist. Converted. Yeah, conversion therapy works but um, the, the, the only other thing i really wanted to talk about here was 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 rock uh-huh. i mean so look you've got um for any one of these rock and metal um so rock performance you've got arctic monkeys in there black pumas boy genius again so i find it interesting that boy genius gets a rock category and gets the pop categories it's interesting um but then rescued by the foo fighters and various uh uh, Metallica songs like rock performances, Lux Eterna. But it's interesting, like uh, Lux Eterna from Metallica is in best rock performance. 72 Seasons is best metal performance. What's the difference between the two of them that makes one rock and one metal? Either they're both metal or they're both rock. They're the same fucking type of song. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't. I I couldn't tell you how how this how that works. And when you compare all those best rock performance songs, like what is the through line from Luxy Turna 
to Boy Genius Not Strong Enough to whatever the hell that Arctic Monkey song was. From I don't know, but, but, but the reality here is Metallica always wins everything, right? Except for the fact that the Foo Fighters always win everything, too. Well, no, so, Metallica the, win only wins when Jethro Tull's not nominated. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. But the Foo Fighters have released an album that is essentially, you know, a, 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 a Taylor Hawkins record. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and nothing's going to surpass that. The Foo Fighters are going to win Best Rock Performance, Best Rock Song for Rescued, Best Rock Album, I'm sure, for But Here We Are. Um, you know, I, I can't picture anything but that or Metallica winning. But like even Best Metal Performance, <clears throat> it's so lame. Like come, Bad Man by Disturbed is considered a Best metal. First of all, I don't even. Disturbed had something new. First of all, um, and second of all, well, how is how are these things metal? Like it's so lame. Mm-hmm. Phantom of the Opera by Ghost, not metal. I got at least a Slipknot in there, and I guess Spirit Box. People like Spirit Box a lot more than I do, but at least they're metal. Yeah, like none of these other things are metal. They're rock. Uh, the The metal category is the biggest friggin' joke for the Grammys. But it has been. Has be there ever has there ever been a time when the best metal category wasn't a joke? Where yeah, it actually got it true. right. Yeah, it is true. It is true. So because if back in the day it was Jethro Tull, and now here we are in 2024, and we're throwing Disturbed in there, they've never gotten it right. No, no, you're right. They've never gotten it right. Um, you know, and, and it's just I if if Taylor Swift and the Foo Fighters don't just clean up this year, I'd be really shocked. And that's going to make for an absolutely boring ass show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So I think I'm gonna my my move is going to be uh, record it, put it on the DVR, and then uh, fast forward through it until the parts that I want to see. I guess maybe I got to tune in to see the train wreck, uh, Billy Joel, uh, whatever that's going to be. What? Oh, is, I don't is, even know. Is he doing the new song or he's I on it? No, I didn't even. He's I had perf- no idea he was he's, even on it. He's performing on it. But I would assume if he's doing this new song, he's probably playing the new song. Uh, I don't know. Um, Nobody knows the new song. Nobody's heard it, so right. that's interesting. So I imagine I that's know. I imagine that's going to happen. Uh, but the beyond that, of his new song, I'm interested. Beyond that, I I have zero desire to watch anything else on this on this this show. I will not sit through it again. Let it record and fast forward to the parts I want to see. Because finding Grammy clips online is not always the easiest thing. They are very very cognizant of not letting that stuff like show up on YouTube. Um, putting oh, yeah. it, putting it through their own portal, or you can only find little clips on Twitter. So I will, I will DVR it, make sure I see the U uh, two and Olivia. That's all I care about. I guess we will have a little bit of discussion about it, uh, maybe if it's anything worthwhile next week. But uh, there's a very good chance that this is the last you hear us speak of the Grammys 2024 because it's probably going to be dumb. And Unless something crazy happens, I don't know what that would be. I mean, Foo Fighters lose everything. Uh, yeah, Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Oh, Taylor Swift Ofer. Metallica uh, wins both best rock performance and best metal performance. Yeah, that would be that would be very interesting. Um, uh, you know, and and how many do we have to talk about? How many Jason Kelsey's Jason Kelsey or uh, Travis Kelsey sightings will be? Uh, oh, oh, is that the deal? Uh, oh, oh. He, he shows up for her. Yeah, I, I would, I would think, right? He's got a week off. Yeah, sure. Will he be in the? Will there be a luxury box there at the Grammys too? 
that he'll where be he's taking his shirt off and uh, dancing every time she wins. Well, no, no, no. He'll have his shirt on. Jason's going to be there with the shirt. That's off. right. That's right. That's, that's, that's the true point. That's just what he does. All right. Well, that is it for the Grammys. Uh, conclusion: You suck. Uh, you are completely outdated and irrelevant. No one cares. Aren't they all? Is there any award show that is relevant these days? Uh, not particularly. I don't think so. I mean, I'll give a little more credence to like the Oscars. Like I used to be religious about watching all the films as they were nominated. Like when they yeah. put the ballot out, and making sure I've seen every single performance, so I could actually have a, you know, dog in that fight. But it got to the point where I, I couldn't keep up with it anymore. They started adding more nominees. Like, oh, now there's ten best pictures a year. And it's like Jesus Christ. But at least I feel like when somebody wins, like best actor, best actress, best movie, like there's. You can quibble about it, but there isn't this like thing of uh, placed in the wrong category or I mean, they're usually really good movies or, or really solid performances, but that's the okay. only one. I don't give a crap about the Emmys, uh, certainly not the Tonys, or, but I think the Grammys might be the most egregious of them all. Well, yeah. And I don't. I don't really care about any of the award shows. Um, but the only the only particular reason I would like the Emmys is because it gives a shot for anything I watch to have, <laughs> you know, true. a chance. You know, because since I like dumb comedies, um, it gives me a shot of having like recognizable things. Like I don't recognize most of the movies that come at that get nominated. Sure, sure. Uh, and so. I and I conversely would probably recognize next to nothing on the Emmys anymore. But uh, all right, well there you go. We'll chat about the Grammys. We'll uh, see what happens and talk about it next week, if it's worthwhile. Let's move on to our only first listen of the week. A slow week. Not a lot that we were really looking forward to, uh, or at least it fits the criteria of this bit. Um, but there is a music from the Alkaline Trio. Who and the Cooler Shaker record, by the way, you mentioned last week, uh, did not come out. It comes out next week. It was okay. pushed back the week. So okay. I don't think that's going to be worthwhile anyway, but that's all right. Who, you know what? Now that you said that, it's going to be your favorite record of the year, and you're going to love Probably. it. Probably. Yeah, but anyway, uh, the Alkaline Trio uh, uh, released their 10th album called Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. They were around during our, – our criteria here, for, for, for those that don't remember, is that it was just a, a, a band that was um, at least around and had some kind of hit or hits or some kind of influence on us while we were music directors at WTSR in Trenton, New Jersey from what, – what, what did we say, 95 through what? Well, you weren't there in 95. You were there in 97. Well, no, I was there. Oh, 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 I thought you meant meant as MD. Uh, Oh, at the station, 95 to like 04, 05 is when I left. Yeah, and these guys were were certainly around during that time. I definitely put a record of theirs in rotation. I couldn't tell you anything about it, what it was called, what the song was, but I definitely was serviced an Alkaline Trio album. I mean, I'm guessing the only thing I, I really remember from them is From Here to Infirmary. Uh, which was their 2001 record, which would have fallen under mine, yours, well, uh, yeah. or tail under number two, but yeah, one of us. Yeah, ours. so um, you know that that's the thing about this is um, we're putting this record in there, and it's it's one of the very few times I think where um, it fits the criteria, but I don't know a whole lot about the band. I mean, they were always a a punk band, but I think they got a little more melodic as the the years went on. I tried listening to some of the records in the middle, like Agony and Irony in 2008, This Addiction in 2010. I did just, I, I did just, I didn't feel them. I didn't feel them. 
but this album, Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs, a, a, a very weird title, um, is the first one in six years. It's come out with critical acclaim. Like, I've read a lot of articles that, of course, you know, the general return to form. I don't know what form there was to return to. So that's a hard one for me, to be very honest. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I hear it, you know, the, the thought process is they got gothier again. So maybe they were gothier at the beginning. I don't hear it quite honestly that they got gothy. I hear a melodic punk record. Um, and, and for me, uh, not, not to, you know, spoil it all. Um, everybody seems, critics seem to love this. Fans seem to love this record based on what I'm reading. I just don't feel a pulse on it. Um, and maybe I just don't know them well enough. It could but be. It, it feels like a pretty dull overall record to me. Something that is almost like just a paint by numbers, go through the motion type type record. Although I've been wrong before. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm perfect. And, you know, I, I, I listen to a lot of music, but if I don't know the back, uh, the, the back catalog of a band, who knows? I mean, this, this could be better than anything they've done. I don't know. But uh, why don't we play a couple songs? It really, I, who, who cares if I like it? It's all about whether the viewer likes it or not, or the listener likes it or not. And apparently a lot of people do. So why don't we play three songs and see? Maybe you'll like it. Right? It's possible. It's, it's possible. Again, I have very little connection. I couldn't hum an Alkaline Trio song if you held a gun to my head. No, my God, I have no idea. Uh, I just, for me, it's that band that was around and then their guitar player went and joined Blink. And ten records in, and I don't know anything from them. That's really weird, you know. Yeah, this really wasn't our particular scene, but uh, no. But we're gonna we're gonna play the lead track. We're gonna start from. Uh, from Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. It's got a neat title, um, which doesn't seem to have anything to do with the actual song, which I kind of hate, um, but it's called uh, Hot for Preacher. Check it out. New music from the Alkaline Trio on DBC First Listen. Yeah. 
was new music from Alkaline Trio. The track is called Hot for Preacher. You can find that on the Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs uh, LP. Their 10th, I believe. Yep. Um, I didn't mind it. It was a little... It wasn't quite the punk sound that I was thinking. I don't know that I'd go goth, but there's definitely something going on in there that's not just straight up, even just straight up melodic punk. Something a little interesting in it, but uh, am I going to revisit it? Probably not, but if this is doing it for the fans, I'm happy for them. Like, yeah. Good for them. So let's see if another couple uh, do it for you still. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the um, the sixth track, and the only one of the three tracks I'm bringing that is a single, and it is actually the current single that was just released uh, five days ago called Break.
new music alkaline trio more of the same so i guess just stick with the formula right yes uh, that song was called uh break from their new album blood hair and eyeballs nothing nothing really compelling me about it. it's fine if it came on i wouldn't be upset um if it was nominated for a best rock grammy i Probably now that'd be nominated say, for best metal Grammy. I'm sorry, best metal Grammy. Uh, I would probably go, yeah, that scans. Um, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's whatever. It's very yeah. Fine is a good word for yeah. it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the record. Nope. I just I I don't feel the energy. It's, I don't it's melodic. Know that, I don't know that fine works anymore. For like where I am in things, it's got to be better than fine for me to care because I because I, I listen to a lot of yeah. fine things. Yeah. And and I need uh, to to move the needle for me. You got to be significantly above fine. Mm-hmm. You got to so, you got to be so fine. <sighs> you got to be slamming. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, let's do one more. Let's I try guess. one more. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe this one will do it for you even more. Uh, let's go with the track right before that on the album, uh, the fifth song uh, called "Scars." <laughs> a picture and we're doing honest and right I hang it up where it would be gently kissed by the light but I've gone to distractions I like where they lead me off to where I reach for the reasons I'm searching for something to do The filter that's little that gets to my head And it sits where the station just hisses and crackles high end Still I've got this keg and some powder enough to let go Where the sky starts to fill up with smoke that's the way to my home Now you know So the eyes get dark and the world get hard
Uh, for my money, the best song of the night from the uh, new Alkaline Trio record, Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. That track uh, was called Scars, and I, 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 I enjoyed that one. That was a good tune. Okay. Uh, you know, not again, not not punk, but certainly in the punk family. But there's like something else going on in there. It's not goth. I don't know what you call it, but um, not 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 bad. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to go listen to it, but that song was was a good one. Yeah, so again, worth my it's, time. It's uh, it's an okay record, mm-hmm. and that song was better than fine. So I'll say that okay. it caught my ear. So good on you alkaline trio because we know you care what we think um looking ahead to uh next week couple things i guess cool shaker if it bothers to drop uh is one uh, yeah consideration. i don't know i i'm not uh, i'm not banking on a, a cooler shaker record being part of this to be honest we'll see i mean we'll just see. just things that are on our radar right jay mascus i know your favorite uh, uh jay yeah jay mascus is always on my radar but jay mascus fits at least yep another one I'm sure we'll be more uh, on your uh, along uh, in in your uh, you know lane. Maybe I'm, I'm touch I'm touch and go with uh, like Dinosaur Junior, but like I don't necessarily need he, a little of him goes a long way. Um, okay, I don't know anything about this record. If it's an acoustic thing, that if it's that, I want nothing to do with it. Um, if it's like him just doing instrumental guitar solos, I'll take that every day of the week. But um, yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm really. <laughs> I, I, I probably shouldn't be, but I'm most interested in the KMFDM record. Uh, as am I. Of the three, I'm the most, not because I care. I was really never that big a fan of them anyway, but I'm just curious, A, what are they doing in 2024? And, like, I know kids who wear KMFDM t-shirts. Really? So I'm just kind of curious, like, yeah, what, what what what's going on with those guys? Well, Something tells I, I, me it's going to be the same stuff. Well, I mean, I've listened to all their records because I did a, a title catalog on KMFTM a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it, there's there's nothing different about KMFTM. I mean, it's just that a little bit more modern, um, but not much over time. I mean, it, it doesn't sound as dated, but it certainly uh, they have a formula, um, and the formula works, and they stick with it. Does that formula involve trap noise? Uh uh, if it does, well, then uh, good for them, and, and I'm not going to be very interested. Uh, but, however, we will bring that song uh, to the first listen next week if there is a KMFDM trap song. How's that? Of course, we have I to. promise you I will choose that as one of the tracks. If any artist that we would feature on this uh, first listen does a trap song, we kind of have to. Because anybody that was around that time, if they're putting out a trap song in 2024, we need to hear it. Jay Maskus trap, come on. I I feel like there's also a point where um, I don't know. Maybe I need to find a trap song or two that I like mm-hmm. in 2024, and just bring like a trap segment to the show. Like oh, here, there's here's, here's there's the next tab. Trap song. There's the next tab you're gonna add to the bottom of the spreadsheet. A trap, yeah, great. Six thousand trap albums later. Besser number one finds one song that he likes. Oh my god! And can you imagine? Can you imagine how painful that will he be? He is a withered, d- dead inside shell of a human being, but he found that one song for for one trap song. It was yeah, so worth it. <laughs> oh Thanks man! You. All right. Well, we will get that all to you uh, next week. Time to move into some covers. 
Uh, we've only got two this week, and we're each bringing one. So it's almost like a cover song exchange. Um, uh, sure. Okay, if that's what you want to call it. No, I don't. Right I don't want to call it that. But um, I'm going to start it off with uh, uh, some dude named uh, Trevor something. Uh, believe it or not, not his real he name. Song exchange, wasn't he? I don't believe so. No. Oh, I thought I recognized the name for some reason. Uh, if he if he did, I have completely blanked on it. But it's possible. But I don't think so. Uh, not his real name. Uh, his real name is Clayton Bullard. He's a British-born American musician, and he falls firmly into the synthwave category. Um, all told, he has released 15 albums oh, under, wow. under the Trevor Something uh, banner, in addition really? to also recording as the following artists, Clay Bullet, Cassius Clay, Paranoid Pavement, in Your Brain, LLC, Hibachi Kid, and <laughs> Sweatshop LSD. <laughs> nice. Uh, he's got a whole ton of yeah, stuff that he's put out over the years. Um, he I just, feel like this is an artist I need to go back to and start listening to. Oh, you're going to do a Trevor something uh, 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 title dive in all of his offshoots. He's like the Bob Pollard of, uh, of uh, Synthwave. But um, this uh, new record that he put out just uh, on January 9th uh, is called Archetypes, and it is a covers record. And that's how I stumbled upon it, because I like looked at the, I was scrolling through some new music, and I, uh, you look at the track list, and when you see The Man Who Sold the World and Change in the House of Flies, you go, wait a minute, these aren't originals. This is all covers. And I listened to it, and uh, it is all pretty much the same shit. It's just this dirgy, slow, like the, the, some of the songs are just, they are slowed down to such an extreme. Like he does a cover of sexy back and it just slows it down. Like it's like if you threw that song into synth molasses, okay. um, it's not great. He does a, a version of closer nine inch nails. That is like a karaoke version uh, he does all that she wants. The um, Ace of Base song again just kind of throws it in a bunch of synth muck. Um, so I wasn't really thrilled with the record. Like I, I didn't think it was worth us doing a full coverage of God, tracks from record. this. Um, but I did want to bring Wicked Game, the Chris Isaac cover, because for two reasons. Number one, I adore that song. I think it is one of the most uh, beautiful songs ever, like released on like as a pop song. It is a timeless song. Sounds completely untouched by, uh, by by time and space. Still sounds as good on the radio now as it did back then. Um, and I was like, how do you do a synthwave cover of this, right? And is it going to ruin it? So we'll let you be the judge. Uh, so here it is. You know the song, Chris Isaac's "Wicked Game." Uh, but done in a synthwave version by Trevor Something on DBC Full Coverage. Thank you. 
Trevor something, Wicked Game, his uh, very synth-heavy cover from his Archetypes covers album. Um, my So there are elements of it that I really, really like, and then there's other parts of it that are just so cluttered with stuff, and that song is about the like, sparseness of it, um, like how empty yeah. that song is. And so I feel like there's parts in this where it's just too mushed up with junk and i kind of wish that there was less but like the i really like the verses um and i kind of like some of those choruses it's when that 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 um you know very well-known guitar part comes in that bendy part that sounds awful on this it's just all blech. it's 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 an interesting version it's not karaoke no no I'll give you that no and the whole record is that and the reason why the record is so long it's like 55 minutes and it feels like an eternity is because all the songs are like significantly slower than the originals and so everything just kind of feels very laborious like i think again like trapped in quicksand or something but um worth a listen if you're into interesting covers you know 
So, uh, yeah, check that out. I'm good. You want to talk about an eternity? Here's one for you. Uh-huh. All right. So a cover record was released uh, back at the end of December by a group called Lord of the Lost. Um, Lord of the Lost is a, a German sort of like over-the-top metal outfit, um, sort of like Lordy, um, and uh, without the uh, without the uh, costumes. But they represented actually uh, Germany in the uh, Eurovision Song Contest for 2023, even though they've been around since 2007. These bands sort of uh, 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 make their way into the Eurovision Song Contest a little bit later in their career now. Um, I don't know where they finished. I didn't. I didn't see. Uh, but I don't really care either. Um, <laughs> this is their uh, one, two, three, four, five. So I should have counted this before. And I think this is their ninth record. Um, it's called Weapons of Mass Seduction. Oh, so it, clever! Yeah, and it it's a whopping um, twenty-two tracks and an hour and thirty-five minutes Woo! of covers. Yeah, that you is, want to talk about that's a little a, that, overblown? That's a real number. Yeah, yeah, that was this was a tough listen. Uh, there was a lot of stuff in here that I didn't recognize. There's a there's a lot of um, foreign tracks in here. I mean, there's there's uh, "Give In to Me" by uh, of all songs to pick from Michael Jackson. "Give In to Me" is a weird one to me, uh, but "Give In to Me" is in here. Um, a cover of "I Just Died in Your Arms." Um, yeah, a couple uh, from Lady Gaga, including one we're going to hear here. Um, a cover of "Is It Sin" by uh, Pet Shop Boys and "Ordinary World" by Duran Duran. So there's certainly songs that you would recognize in here. A lot of them are just over-the-top cheesy version german versions this one is too um but it it i I, it caught my ear just because it's such an interesting take this is certainly the opposite direction of the song from trevor something uh it's a much more over-the-top german rock version of bad romance by lady gaga uh from (laughs) from uh german band lord of the lost check it out see what you think on dbc full coverage Long as it's free, I want your love, love, love. 
ridiculous bad romance land a yeah. uh, lord of the law i must have land of the lost lord of the lost and i uh, i love what i love too is i love german pronunciations of things because if you listen to them it's not bad romance it's bad romance bad romance bad romance uh yeah that was something else that was something else i cannot imagine 90 minutes of that I mean, it's it's that sound. I mean, that's right. the sound they have, and that's those German rock bands that are over the top that hit the Eurovision Song Contest are just like that. Oof, uh, not for me, but uh, but entertaining. I, I am not. I am not upset that I heard that. In fact, no, it is. It's it's fun. Yep. But yes, over the course of an hour and a half, it gets old yep. quickly. Yeah, I bet it does. All right. Well, there you go. There's your full coverage. For this week's installment, uh, you know, they, they listen, they just show up when they show up. So uh, don't blame us if there's no one next week or the following week. It's not our fault. We don't make the covers. So anyway, we'll be back with that sometime in the future. Right now, it's time for the DBC Song Exchange, which you can blame us for if there isn't one of these each and every week. Because it is yeah. our duty and our responsibility to sift through mountains of new music and bring you six songs that are blowing both of our doors off and uh three from him three from me and we're going to add them to our playlist and we're going to reach a thousand songs in the not too distant future 
That's going to be and nuts. you're going to and you're going to guess at when that's going to be and it's going to be exactly right. Exactly. Yeah, it'll be uh, just to make sure. Uh, yeah, 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 on the same page there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. Hey, so my list this week has as two songs that I've put in my list of potential top 24 for the year. Now granted again it's January. So if they make it in that list through the end of the year, good for them. One one of these may drop off, but for right now, it's a great song. So two of the three songs I'm bringing tonight are are I found in the last week and have been added to that list. So that's pretty good, right? I think. I mean, that uh, yeah. should should be a good week. And and so what I usually do is I usually put the my favorite song last on the list uh, just to close out essentially my portion of it. But I'm actually going with it first this time because I, you know, I wanted a, a little pick me up from. Uh, what I thought was going to be a little bit dull uh, music beforehand. But then again, I forgot Lord of the Lost is just fun. So, <laughs> you know, uh, it is what it is. Um, but but so far, my favorite song of the year comes from my, uh, remember earlier in the, in, the, in the show, I mentioned there was a an album that I found uh, to be a 10-star record, a 10 out of, full 10 out of 10, and that would be the album Fission by Dead Poet Society. Um, are you familiar with Dead Poet Society at all? I just want to ask you first before Only we go in if we're talking about robin williams no we are not um uh these guys are from boston though um so it, it kind of fits i think right oh um, sure yeah why not from yeah, boston so their uh dead poet society is a four-piece rock band uh from boston they're listed on wikipedia as alternative metal and blues rock, indie rock, and garage rock, of which I hear none of that in this song at all. They're synthwave. None, none of those four. I don't know what to call it, but it's a sound that um, you're, you know, is very familiar to me. Uh, they had four EPs starting back in 2013 through 2016, and then released an album just with an exclamation point in 2021. The interesting thing I thought was the U.S. rock charts. They had three songs that charted. Um, a song called Coda and a song called Into Deep from back in 2020 off that exclamation point record. And from this record, Fission, a song called Running in Circles, of which I don't know any of them, um, which is very interesting. I mean, like you know, I, I, we've talked about this before. It's not like I listen to rock radio all that much. But at the same time, I've listened to a lot of fucking music. And to have... Two songs that that are in like the top twenty or, or ish of of the rock chart here in in the U.S. and for me not to have heard them at ever at all, it just seems weird to me. Like where, who's playing this music and 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 how's it charting? It Is it just have, one station that played it twice? It wouldn't know? have been a thing uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago. It's not the way it worked. The whole system's upended, right? You're streaming, I guess. And YouTube, and your. I guess I got to go back and listen to that because this record's fantastic. So I don't know what the the 2021 record sounds like, but this one's called Fission. Uh, was released this past week. Uh, the the group is on its fourth uh, fourth or fifth single at this point of the record, um, and it is not this one. But this right now would go down as my number one song of the year. It's certainly my my favorite song of January 2024. If that says anything. It's a new music by Dead Poet Society called Hard to Be God.
Dude, that riff. <laughs> that is hard to be God. From Dead Poets Society, we know bastard number uh, one. He loves big. Uh, he loves big boobs. And he loves. Oh yes, I do love that. And yes. he loves big riffs. I do. I love big riffs, and uh, that's a sound that I, I've really gotten into over the years. Um, certainly not alternative metal or blues rock. <laughs> no, rock. not at all. I don't know where any of that's coming from, but all right. <laughs> You to you. Holy shit though. I I heard that riff in the chorus and I'm like, this is this is me, man. Yeah, yeah, no, that 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 seems uh, a focus grouped to a T for you. Um yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. That uh chorus rocks, I bet, with some uh good bass responding uh headphones or a nice little speaker, that'll that'll put a dent in you. My God, I can't wait to get all my hearing back and hear that record. There you go. <laughs> I actually, uh, my my attempt now is to order a, a vinyl copy of every record that I give a ten this year, um, so that I can hear it in like good good audio quality. So uh, that one's on its way, even though it was forty friggin' five dollars. Jesus, dude. I know. Too much friggin' money for that. I, I know. Remember when people complained about the nineteen dollars CDs at tar- at uh, Tower Records and. That made them break the uh, uh, music industry with Napster. I know and, forty-five fucking dollars. And now we're here at new four- record from the Dead Poet Society. Yeah, I know. Seriously, what happened to eight ninety-nine uh, artists to know at Best Buy? Oh my god! Yeah, and 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 with a lifetime guarantee on your uh, 
That was, that was the album. wall. That was the wall. Oh, that was the wall. That's yeah. right. I saw somebody uh, post that on uh, on uh, Facebook a couple months ago. We're like, so where do I go <laughs> with all my wall lifetime guarantee? Who's honoring that? Someone should. It said lifetime. There was no uh, qualification there. Uh, lifetime of the business, I believe. That's the that's the. Key. Oh, what did it did it say that? Somewhere it does in the not say print? that, but that's implied that it is lifetime of the business. Uh, look at look at the back of the sticker. It says it, guys. There was a website that uh, uh, my my employer subscribed to, like a digital content asset site, and it. Um, went under and we had a lifetime subscription and on reddit there's all these people bitching and moaning about it and then people coming in and going like dude it's not your lifetime <laughs> it's, it's their lifetime. it's their lifetime right i mean yeah ideally you know your lifetime and their lives lifetime match but hey they went out of business sorry they're not going to give you money like they're, they're, they're long gone lights are off all right here we go my first song uh of the night is coming from a singer-songwriter named rosie tucker uh, who is an American singer-songwriter from L.A. Uh, uh, they uh, use they-them pronouns and um, have released a number of records. Uh, it appears that the fourth one, if my count is correct, called Utopia Now, is due to be released in March. And uh, this single that we're going to hear, which is called All My Exes Live in Vortexes, <laughs> that's a good title a, like uh, a parody of the all my exes live in texas texas that, that old uh george Strait or whoever some country dude that um, sounds about right it may not be right but it sounds about right at least i mean it doesn't matter i mean who cares it's not, not a song any of us are going to ever listen to but uh it is uh it is a there there's some pop punk to it there's some indie rock there's some like weird jagged kind of uh, like guitar parts where it's like discordant and a little awkward and it's a nice little amalgamation of things and there's some cool lyrics to it so we already said at the beginning that my favorite lyric of the uh, year is the ice spice line about uh, you know you just a fart yeah. um, I think my second favorite opening line is from this song the opening line is I hope no one had to piss in a bottle at work to get me the thing I ordered on the internet <laughs> uh, okay yeah uh, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, compute that, uh, why someone would have to piss in a bottle at work, but okay. I Amazon, Amazon, you know, it's all about the ordering stuff from these places that don't, uh, treat their workers well. And, and oh, working. oh, I see. I there see. I got is. you. Uh, I hear you. So yeah. So enjoy this, uh, this little tune here. Uh, oh, I see. Utopia now comes out in March on Sentimental Records, and this is track number two off of that record called All My Exes Live in Vortexes from Rosie Tucker on the DBC Song Exchange. I hope no one had to piss in a bottle at work to get me the thing I ordered on the internet. But I am no responsible party, I'm just a middle-sized fish in a pile of plastic wider than Texas, a pile of plastic, you wonder why I'm Beep. 
New music from singer-songwriter Rosie Tucker, and that is All My Exes Live in Vortexes from the upcoming Utopia Now LP, released in March. Some pop punk. Oh yeah, that's sorry. A, that's I was you? supposed to respond to that. Yeah, yeah, wasn't I? Um, that's right. Oh, I like that. That is a that's a cool little song. Uh, interesting. There's a lot of piss in that. Uh, yeah, yeah. The second verse starts with something about like drinking piss or whatever. And yeah, she's she's uh, pissing in a, in a in a jar or, and then and and drinking piss. I mean, she's like a, she's a little pisser right there. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. So let's get to the. Uh, the next one here. This is your choice. Back to you. What do you got for us? Yep, I am. I am uh, traveling overseas uh, to Dublin, Ireland, for the next singer songwriter uh, named Orla Gartland. Um, mm. Again, I'm. I'm all about artists whose Wikipedia page says they're a genre that completely doesn't fit with the song I'm playing. Um, they say she's an acoustic folk artist. This is very, very far from acoustic folk. Now, again. Everything else she could have done uh, has been acoustic folk. I don't know. She's had um, five EPs uh, released from 2011 through 2020 uh, and then put out an album called A Woman on the Internet in 2021. She apparently has 24 million views on YouTube. She's more of a uh, YouTube uh, star than anything else. However, she's 28, so she's a little bit older than the normal uh, YouTube star, I think. Um, but Hey, yeah, everybody gets their start differently. So um, she is, um, I don't know if she's going to release a new album or not. This came out in, this This has been in my playlist for a while. I'm guessing since at least October of last year. Um, so it's 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 a long time coming and it's still just a, a Lucy. So I don't see anything about a new record, uh, but who knows? It might be. Uh, but this is, a, this is a killer song, not acoustic folk at all. It is a nice rock song called Kiss Your Face Forever uh, by Orla Gartland.
Yeah. All right. Now, listen, uh, there are a few things in this world I know, and acoustic folk is one of them, and that is an excellent example of the genre right there. <laughs> I don't I don't get, I don't, again, I mean, they may not have updated it based on, uh, you know, uh, the new music, but that's certainly not that. Yeah. No, that was Orla Gartland, Kiss Your Face Forever. Uh, it's a Lucy, uh, and it's, uh, it's real good. Yeah, another really good uh, tune here on the DBC. T- uh, 2024 is has been coming in hard for us, really, after the last week's uh, run and then a good run so far tonight. Let's see if we uh, continue on. We're going to, where were you, Ireland? So we're uh, going yeah, right to, this isn't terrible. We're going to go to Sweden. So that's closer okay. than if we're leaving from here. Uh, we're going to go to Sweden for a uh, group called Disco Punk. Uh, that's disco with a K for those of you playing the home game. And it's all one word and they're a Swedish band. They've been around since uh, 2016. Uh, they describe their sound as ABBA on drugs. Oh boy. Combining dance, post-punk pop, rock and roll. Um, they put out their debut album in 2022 called filthy boogie. And uh, they have just released this year. Again, we're sticking with 2024 is producing some good stuff. They've just put out a brand new EP called Fuck Around. And we are uh, going to hear. If we were on the radio still, no. we would not have been able to say that. Well, I wouldn't be able to play. I'm not going to play that track, but I wouldn't have been able to play because they say it about 800 times uh, in like background vocals and stuff. And there would have been no way, really? to, no godly way to edit it. Um. But the EP is really good. It's only uh, five tracks, I think. It's a real short one, uh, but it's good. And that you'll definitely hear the disco on this track and some of the uh, like uh, keyboard strings and all that. But it's got a good hook. And, and I, 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 uh, uh, I like Abba, or I, I liked Abba. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not arguing with this at all. Okay. That's for sure. Well, we'll see what you think. The track is called track number two. It's called Blind. It is not a corn cover. That's why immediately when I saw Blind, I thought, oh, God. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Disco Punk on the DBC Song Exchange.
2024 doing it right that's disco punk is the band blind is the song fuck around is the ep <laughs> you can find it on i saw you grooving a little over there oh yeah that was cool yeah. that was uh, well i don't I, cool might be the wrong word no um, probably not cool definitely not a sound that i was neat it was neat i mean neat. I, I can't argue with it yeah it's a sound neat. that it's a sound that where you go like, does that really need to exist in 2024? And then you hear it and you go, yeah, yeah, it does. I downloaded the damn record. I'm I'm gonna listen to it. You'll enjoy it. It's a quick hit. Yep. And, oh, I and, know I will. And, if it sounds like that, I certainly will. For the most part, for the most part, that, I think that's the best track on it. But uh, yeah, see what you think. Disco punk. All We're right. gonna wrap it up here with your with our final two. What's your uh, next one? All right. See here. Here's where it may go slightly off the rails for you Uh oh. all right so uh the artist that i'm, I'm going to play we're going to canada for this one she uh she's from uxbridge in ontario in canada this is country crossover oh. right so not exactly your thing i know no nope. but my question for you as you listen to this is does it cross over enough into the pop world that you can like it so this is the other tune for 2024 that is now in my potential top 24 of the year. Oh, wow. All right. So I love this song, but I'm also a lot more, I wouldn't say a lot more, I'm more into country than you. Fair. 
All right. So, but I feel this crosses over enough that you may dig it. All right. So the woman's name is Robin Adelini. Uh, she's been around since 2018 or so. A year, uh, the, uh, they say she's been active since 2012, but she started releasing. Oh, yeah. Uh, she started releasing uh, singles as early as 2012 and she has uh five eps starting in 2019 uh her latest one released on the 19th of january called growing up to do and this is a really cool track again see if it crosses over enough for you if not hopefully everybody else loves some country crossover the song is called midas With a touch like this, you could turn a Silverado gold Make a yellow brick road out of a two-lane With your hand on me, you could turn a PBR In this smoky bar into a cool thing So far I like what you do But I'ma need a little more proof Might as well put your hands in my hair Might as well just make strangers stare Might as well just not even care If we're out of control Might as well just make out in public Might as well just let our friends judge us Might as well find out if everything you touch Turns to gold That's music from Robin Ottolini. I think I might have cut off the last note there. Track is called Midas. I see what she did there. Midas. Yeah, Midas, Midas, Midas as well. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Clever, see, clever see, shit in country music, I'm telling you. Well, sure. When when the, the most of it is like pickup trucks and coolers of beer. 
a little wordplay is not too bad. Um, you are right. It's it is on that line, and I think it 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 leans just a hair into the pop, which means I can tolerate it. Um, catchy, not too twangy. Um, yeah, no, I I get down with, I get down with that. Is the whole thing closer to that, or is it more? Yep. Okay. Well, then maybe uh, maybe me and Robin Adeline, you got to spend some time together. Check Good. That out. All right. I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm never sure on that. Uh, there's. I know it's, a, the, it's a fine. It's line. a fine line. It's it's oh, one yeah. of the. It's one of those. You know it when you hear it. Like I know it when I hear it. And if it happened, if it starts to go off the rails into that, t- I just nope, not for me, and just shut it down. But that did not. That is closer to pop, and I'll take it. Uh, all right. I'm going to try to end it on a good note here. This is my, so you started with your favorite song. Uh, I'm ending with mine. Uh, and it's from a, a New York band called quarters of change who, uh, just put mm-hmm. out their new record called portraits on yes. January 26th. So, the so other I day. think I have to so, see, here's where it's going to come into play. Did I listen to this? Let's see. Quarters of change. I did not, which is interesting because I know quarters of change. So I don't know why. So they had a record in 2022 called Into the Rift. Uh, I did not bring uh, them to this. I don't believe I brought them to the song exchange, but I quite like that record uh, and some stuff off of that. So that's kind of how they came into my feed. It was a little name recognition. Um, And uh, this record called Portraits is it's pretty darn good. Uh, they're a four piece alt rock band. This one leans. Oh, you got, do you have a, got, Oh, I brought them. Oh, I you brought, brought them. them. I brought them last year. That's why I know them. Oh, how about that? A song right. called Chloe. Okay. All right. So maybe you brought them. Okay. Cause there's a song called T love that I like. And so it must've been from the song exchange and then I got a hold of it and then I pulled a song. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, so here is, uh, so the, their new record is called portraits just came out last week and uh, it's really good. Um, this song leans, uh, more on the pop side, uh, than the rock side has really smooth, uh, chorus, great production. This one really caught my ear as I was driving to work one morning, put this on, not saying the rest of it, I was tuning out, but this one kind of made me sit up and go, Ooh. Uh, so we're going to hear track number three. It's called heaven bound from Quarters of Change on the DBC Song Exchange.
it is for my money one of the best choruses of the year so far that is heaven bound the band is quarters of change you can find that on their recently released portraits album which came out last friday see here's where i wish my algorithms would work for me especially algorithms that show hey uh bachelor number one this is stuff you've listened to before I'll give you the new album from Quarters of Change in your feed since right. you played them a lot back in 2021. And no, that did not come up at all, and I did not uncover that, uh, but I have downloaded it since, uh, yeah, that's a, a great song. Yeah, the the whole mystery of the algorithm just continues to flummox us on this show, why some things show up and others don't. I really, uh, I really want to switch careers and do something along the, and create better algorithms. I wish I knew how to like code and crap because I, I feel like I could create a better algorithm that kind of looks at this stuff and says, "All right, well, this is what this is what we should be doing. We should be giving this to uh, that bastard over there." How difficult though is it to? I mean, this seems like a common. Of course, I'm speaking out of turn here. It seems like a common sense thing to have the algorithm if you've listened to something from an artist like at length a full record the record multiple times or something like that that they give that to you when said artist releases something new the, the like that's a natural layup like it it should be now does the algorithm get effed because i listen to 20 some hundred records a year so it's like i don't know what to give this dude yeah and that's a possibility as well I, i'm not dismissing that i'm an anomaly in this book you here. could be so, you could be and i think for m more people than not uh the algorithm really just kind of keeps you siloed they keep them siloed right like pretty much just this is what you listen to so we're going to give you more stuff that reinforces yep. what you listen to and you're never going to look outside of that i think our our thing is we have such wide sort of tastes that our algorithms are giving us stuff all kind of all over the map. Um, but I wonder about gaps like this. Why would it not give me somebody that, why would it not give you somebody that you have listened to and had a history with? That seems like a natural thing and an easy thing to fix. What I want to know on mine is uh, Spotify has a discover weekly uh, thing where it pulls like 30 tracks and it thinks like, oh, you might like these things based on your listening habits, but it hasn't figured out yet that most of my listening is all current year stuff. And I'll go into that playlist and there's a track from 2020 in it. And I'm like, I don't want oh. this. Like I haven't taught it enough, I guess, because I, I listen to, I'll put on an old playlist and it'll dip into some old stuff that it, it hasn't quite learned that I'm what I'm most interested in discovering is the stuff that comes out right now. Like yeah. I, I want to be able to tell it that. I want to be, I want it to have like a chat bot built in so I can be like, give me only new music. Fill the Discover Music playlist with 2024 current year releases only. Yeah. Now that makes sense. And, and look, I, up until I just look now, up until this week, the new releases for you section on title mm -hmm. yeah. was not present. So I didn't know if they got rid of it or it was just like there wasn't anything for a while. But it, it seems to be back. But see, now I look at that and I see three things in here that um, I did not know were released that uh, I, I needed to. A new EP from Jesus Jones. Jesus what? Jones of all people. EMF and Jesus Jones in the same week. A a new full record from where LA the, Guns. Where are the soup dragons when you need them? 
Uh, probably in the next week's feed. Um, a, a new L.A. Guns record, which no, nobody needs. No thanks. And a new EP from St. Agnes. Like, see, these are the things that need to be in my feed. Right. So now the new releases for you section is back. Maybe I get a little bit of that. So who knows? I don't know. The The struggle is real. The uh, privileged, you know, first world problems of uh, taming the algorithm. It's a real struggle, but we continue here. That's why we are sort of the algorithm breakers here at DBC. We are human algorithms picking these songs out for you, curating this for you. If you go to uh, any of the places where you can find our podcast, uh, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or uh, anywhere, Google or Amazon, you can find a link to the Spotify playlist where we archive all of these 926 now songs or 25 whatever no it's 26 26 920 plus 6 dude oh right 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 because it was exactly 920 926 songs uh and you can go through and just find an incredibly personalized curated list no computers involved no uh no skynet no uh you know whatever no elon musk getting their fingers on this it's just us music lovers so we'll be back next week with more of that. We've got uh, maybe some uh, first listens. We'll definitely have a song exchange and some other shenanigans uh, to get into. So thanks again for listening. We appreciate you and uh, keep listening. And uh, until next week, for Bastard Number 1 over there and still very foggy, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. This is... Uh, I've got the fog lights on. I'm sorry you can't see. It's okay. It's under a mile, I guess. Yep. This is Bastard Number 3 in much clearer South Jersey, saying so long, everybody, until next week. Say goodbye, Bastard Number One. See you guys. Bye.